Welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. We help you stay happy, healthy and whole so your small business can thrive and stay vital in this ever-changing world with holistic coaches and small business owners, Jill and Dan. Hello and welcome to the Small Business Whole Health Podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel. Hello, Jill and hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. And today we are talking about all about how not to derail yourself over Christmas, because I hear loads of my clients always come to me and go, oh, it's Christmas. What am I going to do? I feel like I'm going to put loads of weight on. Or when we get back in January, we feel like the roly polies rolling around on our mat. So we're going to talk today a little bit how to not let Christmas derail your whole world of health, right? Yeah, it can be a little bit of a tricky time for people who really like routine. Because I think that's what it comes down to, isn't it? It's a break of routine, but then it's also thrown in all the the naughty, unhealthy treats as well. So it can be a little bit of a destructive time. So there's loads of little tips we can give to help you stay on track or not necessarily kind of make progress, but just maintain. So then you can pick up where you left off in January. And it's not as hard as what we think. It's all like most things. It's mindset, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like damage limitation rather than you know, letting the whole thing go and slide, slide down the hill so that we're not dragging it all the way back up in January. We can carry on where we left off, right? Yeah. Use it as a little bit of a, a reset as well. Mm. Don't think you just have to do the same thing year after year after year. You might then just take two weeks and reevaluate. Even you might just come back in January feeling really refreshed and you might have done you really good. So yeah, try and like you say a lot of the time, flip the coin, look at it as an opportunity to even strengthen things like willpower so if there is lots of chocolates and alcohol around when they normally wouldn't be use it as a as a test to see how good your willpower is and you could even come into january feeling better off so yeah try and change the way you think about it this is the zen art of christmas by dan because i'm <laughs> not very zen about it <laughs> stoic christmas stoic christmas yeah so let's dive in then dan What's your first thing to think about? Well, we were just talking about this off air and I think it's a big one. I think, I don't know whether it's just because I've seen a lot of people doing this, but when you, we look at the numbers and look at the, the maths involved, it's pretty frightening. With regards to diet, it's liquid calories, alcohol first. So for people who drink beer and kind of heavy lagers and things like that, there can be a lot of calories in there. So if you just, if you just calorie counting, then maybe have lighter options like you were talking about spirits they don't have as many calories like mm. alcohol is not particularly good for you in general but we all drink over christmas or most of us do so just try and pick a bit of a healthier option but the one thing that comes around at christmas which really can get people is these festive kind of hot drinks from starbucks and places like that so you mm. know you get the gingerbread cinnamon grande latte there's sometimes there's up to 500 calories in one and if you have two or three a week, just in December, you're talking like maybe over 10,000 extra calories just in a month. And that can have a, a real detrimental effect on your, your body fat. You can put, you can start to store quite a lot of fat. So again, if you go into like kind of Starbucks, maybe try and pick a little bit of a healthier option. So you don't have to go for the one that has 500 calories and like six inches of whipped cream on the top and marshmallows, just try and get a normal coffee and, it could be the case of like 
not having an extra 10,000 calories in a month, which is huge. Yeah. When you think about it, like one pound of stored fat, they reckon is like 3,500 worth of calories. So if you're drinking a five, let's say a 500 calorie um, grand latte, whatever they call it, I don't even know what to ask for in these shops. So say you're having one of them twice a week. So there's a thousand extra calories over a month. That's more than a pound's worth of stored fat just added on over like 10 months. I know they're not available all year round, but the equivalence of it doesn't take that much, does it, to just push it over the edge and people go, where's all this weight coming up? I can't understand it. I always hear that, do you? Like, I don't eat bad. <laughs> and yeah, then I don't understand why I'm putting all this weight on, actually. The truth is in those little tiny things that you're doing every day that you might not even be noticing, like a, an innocent cup of coffee every morning. Yeah, awareness and education as, as well so mm. starbucks aren't going to shout from the rooftops that this drink has 500 600 calories in they don't want you to know that they want you to spend you spend the four or five pound and getting it because it's probably yeah. enjoyable because it's, it's full of sugar and fat and it tastes nice but yeah awareness so if you can be aware of how detrimental it can be over a long time or maybe just cut back maybe just have one a week or one every fortnight or just be aware of the damage you can do because even if you just put one pound of stored fat on it it take a lot of effort to get that off i mean how much calorie how many calories do you burn running on a treadmill for an hour it's not like three thousand five hundred calories you'd be lucky to get to 500 really so i think that's what people underestimate how many underestimate how many calories are in food and overestimate how many they burn off with exercise yeah exercise is actually a really inefficient way to burn calories yeah it should just be not putting the extra calories in and just your body keeping itself alive will burn calories so if you just eat healthy it'll just fall into good shape exercise obviously has benefits as well and it will burn calories but not as many as what people think exactly so yeah so it's crazy isn't it i never know what to ask for in these like starbucks it's like a different world in there isn't it yeah it's the, bizarre it's all done on apps and everything now isn't it because you can kind of, kind of yeah well i think during the first lockdown it was you couldn't even go in the shop you had to order on the app and then stand in the line and they, they give you it at the door it's like a military operation just to get a cup of coffee i don't this is why i don't go out anymore <laughs> the world's <laughs> changed too much i can't go <laughs> Anyway, right. So we've done food. Um, oh, uh, was that drink? That was drink, wasn't it? Well, kind of liquid calories, I would say. Yeah, just be just be very careful with liquid calories. Okay, now let's do um, food, because the average Christmas lunch contains over three thousand calories. Now we're just talking about three thousand calories as yeah. a pound of stored fat. So just think of that pound of stored fat. Like we don't put you off your Christmas dinner, obviously, but. That is what the average Christmas dinner is. I love a Christmas dinner, though. I think it's kind of healthy, isn't it, right? That's not the worst meal in the world, is it? Yeah, it's you just it's, it's portion control, I think. People just, because, because it is a very indulgent meal and it's normally delicious, it's portion control. Yeah, everyone always makes too much and it tastes so nice and there's things which you wouldn't normally have the rest of the year. So you just indulge, don't you? But yeah, if, you, if it's going up above kind of 3,000 calories, that's a big feed isn't it yeah if there's any breastfeeding mothers out there don't go for the sprouts i learned that the hard way (laughs) sprouts and breastfeeding do not go together they give your baby some kind of gout horrendous oh nobody told me that like these are the things that people don't tell you and like i feel like we're doing a service to the world by allowing people to know this that if you're breastfeeding don't ever eat sprouts 
Well, I think sprouts just be banned outright. I'm not a sprout I do. Lover. Oh, I love a sprout. I think I can tolerate them, but oh, I'm, I'm going the, the way down the list of the portions of my <laughs> Christmas dinner plate. <laughs> oh, sprouts great. Don't but like I love sprouts, but I only have them for Christmas. So why why would that be? I don't know. I'll take pumpkins at Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the average Christmas dinner is over three thousand calories, but that's just one meal out of a lot of them, isn't it? So. That's not actually going to derail your whole life. And normally I spend the rest of the day on Boxing Day just lying around going, I can't eat anything else. Um, so it's balancing, balances itself out, I think. Yeah, on Christmas Day, I only have one, like Christmas, yeah, Christmas one dinner, meal. that's it. I don't really have breakfast. And once I've had that big meal, I don't really feel like eating anything. I might just pick at stuff the rest of the day. And obviously you drink alcohol as well. But um, give yourself a little bit of slack as well don't don't be too rigid if you want to indulge a little bit you're going to suffer the consequences then yeah let yourself off it it is christmas day but don't let it become a habit don't think right from christmas day till new year anything is game because then you will start to to struggle okay try and get back on track pretty quick and just maintain until january pies are us (laughs) or not yeah so i think as well turkey's really good meat as well it's it's low fat it's full of tryptophan which makes you sleepy that's why we all fall asleep after christmas dinner so there's a good top tip as well actually if you can't if you struggle with sleeping eat some protein um before you go to bed on a night and especially turkey because that will help you sleep yeah and just in terms of calories as well if you're on your christmas dinner if you don't want if you want to try and cut calories a little bit try and have a little bit more meat as opposed to the heavy carbohydrates like the potatoes and things like that because they're going to have um, they're kind of going to bog you down, whereas the protein is actually going to help build lean muscle and things like that. Again, it's yeah. only one meal. Don't worry about it too much. But if you really want to be conscious about it, that's that's a little a little trick. And like you said off air as well, if you want to have a little bit of breakfast, it'll probably stop you from overeating for your lunch as well. That's a little trick. Yeah. Apple cider vinegar as well. Always good to have before a meal. Well, you were telling me you have Buck's Fizz and a baking sandwich, so you can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't let me secrets out come on <laughs> it's apple cider vinegar and uh some more salmon and kale <laughs> and kale yeah so um obviously keep moving is our next point um just because it's christmas doesn't mean and the nights are dark and it's usually horrible weather raining and gray in the uk over christmas get outside i know it's called flu like I was reading the other day that there's no such thing as flu season. It's vitamin D deficiency season. So the more you can get outside and get your skin out there, the more you're going to benefit. And of course, that helps burn off all of the turkey. Yeah, speaking about the cold and flu season, that's just a myth, isn't it, that you get it more in the winter because it's cold. You don't get cold or flu because the weather's cold. You get it because you're stuffed up inside and you're avoiding the cold. Like The Mm. cold is actually good for you, fresh air and letting your body regulate its temperature a little bit more naturally. It's because you're, you're stuck in the house with stagnant air. That's more the reason you get cold. So it's it's kind of opposite to mainstream thinking, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I met my boys get out and take the dog out at least. Just get out once a day because like, I don't go anywhere, especially this weather. Yeah, and no one's ever come back from a walk and, and regretted it. You always feel loads better, don't you? My sons have. <laughs> The kids don't count. Kids are more. They've regretted missing something on the Xbox. <laughs> so yeah, kids don't count in that one. Yeah, but you're right. Absolutely. So keep moving. Try to go for a walk after your Christmas dinner. The biggest things that work for me over the 
not just Christmas Day, but the Christmas period or the winter period, really, when there is more kind of temptation with unhealthy food and you want to stay in because it's cold. Like my mindset goes to if you're going to eat something unhealthy, like chocolate or whatever, or drink alcohol, try and leave it to as late in the day as possible. Because if you start early in the day, chances are you're going to continue and, and try and earn it. So if you're going to have some crab food on the night, go for a walk, go to the gym, do an online exercise class, earn those treats. It's pretty simple because then you're going to enjoy them more. Or you might even find that you don't want them because, you, because you're feeling good off the exercise. And as well, don't let the simple things slide. You have no excuse to not drink water and not get your daily steps in. Those things, doesn't matter what time of the year it is, you still have to do it. And just because you're eating chocolate doesn't mean you kind of get a few steps in and, and keep on your hydration. Those things shouldn't slide. Don't use it as an excuse to, to let those really healthy things get off track. Absolutely, because you think like it's only one day and some days, as long as you're getting the other stuff in, so say your diet's not that great, as long as you're getting your sleep, your walks, your water, your, all the other bits of your health and fitness that we always talk about in lifestyle, then it's fine, isn't it, really, yes. to have a few days where you're not eating correctly. Yeah, like I say, you'll, you'll just maintain, you might not be making progress, but it's not going to be too detrimental to have a few off days, yeah. Exactly. And if you're used to being quite healthy as well and you're quite aware of what you what your body is saying, you will go into like a balance thing because I always find like I get really sluggish. <laughs> I just feel like a sloth and it annoys us and that my skin, I always talk about my skin on this podcast, but my skin's the first thing that starts to go, start to itch and oh, uh, and that's when I know that I need to get back to doing classes again because I actually quite look forward to stopping and having a rest. But then I really look forward to getting back to it because I realise, and I think this is the thing, good thing about having a little break between things because you realise how much it's doing for you when you stop. And, you know, you realise that you, you actually quite ache a bit when you get up in the morning or your feet ache when you put them first out down. And like my feet never ache. And then all of a sudden my feet start aching. I'm like, what's that about? And that's just because I've stopped moving as much. And yeah. Yeah. With me working in the gym and it's Christmas is the only time of year we close really. So we might shut for three or four days and then we get people coming back in who've, who are normally in the gym all the time and they used to exercise and eating healthy. Yeah. And then they come back after like four days of not doing that. And they cannot wait to get going again. Just because <laughs> yeah, they've turned that they, they've got that sluggish, unhealthy feeling and they really don't like it. And it's, it's interesting. A lot of people who are unhealthy. They don't realize how bad they feel until they start to feel good by, yeah. by doing some healthy habits and vice versa as well. People don't realize how good they feel until they have four days after Christmas and they eat crap and they can't mm -hmm. wait to get back to the gym. So this time of the year, yeah, can often be like a little diagnostic to actually break the normal everyday cycle and see how you're feeling and what you look forward to. Yeah, I always start getting messages about New Year's Day. <laughs> When's your classes back? <laughs> and yeah, I think yeah. like everybody's so appreciative when you get back. Like, oh my God, this is going to hurt, but it's so good to get back. I don't know, just everything, your whole system slows down, doesn't it? Just everything just feels like sluggish and you can even feel like your, your hormones aren't even rolling around the body like they normally are. And it's like, oh, I hate, I hate it. I hate and I, then I hate myself for like, doing it like I go every year I'm not gonna do it again and then you do and then well yeah. yeah so it's yeah it's that kind of indulge but don't beat yourself up too much but try and try and just damage limitation like we said at the very start yeah it's kind of yeah you allow yourself a little bit of a treat but don't go crazy because it's going to be so much harder to get back into it yeah and also when you do get back 
although in the first few sessions will start to hurt again once you've had it it's easier to get back isn't it it's like it's you're not starting from scratch again like when you're starting from scratch that that's a whole different journey to where you are when you're just restarting again after a couple of weeks off yeah for people who are like really into exercise you get scared of having time off because you think they're going to lose all the mm. strength, lose all the flexibility, lose all the progress they made. And then you have a week off or even two weeks off or longer and you come back and there's, there's hardly any difference. You might even feel better for having a rest. Yeah, exactly. So don't, don't be afraid of it. Okay, Dan, we've kind of brushed over it a little bit, but sugar, let's talk about the sugar thing. Why is it at Christmas that we have to have all this sugar? It's everywhere. It's on our trees. It's the children are given it. I mean, why give children sugar? I mean, What's that all about? It's just an easy gift to give people, isn't it? I think they, and it's it's just there. You can chocolates, everyone knows that someone in the family is gonna like chocolate. So it's an easy gift and you buy these three tubs of quality street for a, a tenner and they just lie around the place and because it's addictive, you end up just eating them, don't you? I know. Usually Mayo eats them as well. And I don't even like them. Like I, I know you know I'm a big lover of chocolate, but I don't like my chocolate interfered with in any way. <laughs> I don't like like things in the chocolate. You know what I mean? Like I you like have a flat chocolate. Chocolate criteria. I have strict is. chocolate criteria and like quality straight and roses and all them just don't do it for us. I'm afraid. But yeah, the sugar thing is is pretty bad. Well, oh, I've got some interesting research though. Um, the University Hospital of St George, somewhere in London, they did some um, research to show that people who had vanilla patches on them ate less sugar over the Christmas period. Well, not just Christmas period, end of any period. So um, if you burn a vanilla candle, it's said to have the same effects, reduces your sugar. So get the, get some high quality vanilla candles or not just like Glade from the co-op. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's known that you're going to have, sugar's going to be there, the chocolate and everything is going to be the temptation. But again, try and try and earn it and do little things like, What's what was your technique? The squat aversion technique. Oh yeah, the squat aversion technique. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you're going to eat some, do ten squats. Yeah. Or Shift go for mindset. a walk, or do ten burpees, and you probably won't want it after that. You're probably thirsty more than wanting a dried chocolate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then put them out of sight as well. If you just if you're lying on the kitchen table and you're going to walk past it every other hour, you're going to have them, aren't you? Yeah. It's, it's, out, if oh, it's out of sight, out of mind. Get them up in the cupboard as quickly as you can. That truly works that as well because and it works in reverse as well. So if you have like healthy like fruit and nuts or something on the table, <laughs> equally you'll go past that and start snacking on those kind of things. It's well researched that. And if you've got chocolate and sweets on the table, wasn't there some research? I was listening to a podcast the other week and they were saying that um, the reception of a cancer ward, um, they used to have a big people who'd got cured of cancer would bring in chocolates and sweets for things and the doctors eventually oh, yeah. said like this is a really bad thing to do because obviously sugar feeds cancer well it's said to or it's not the best thing to eat when you've got cancer so they said um could they stop having it on display so everyone was just coming in and picking it off you know picking a chocolate out of the box and stuff so instead they had fruit and grapes and all of this kind of stuff on display instead and what happened was all the staff ended up losing weight because they were like the nurses and stuff were just walking past every day grabbing a chocolate and then they started grabbing fruit and stuff and they all lost on average it was something quite big as well it was like 10 pounds in in a couple of months just from not having that on display all the time so 
you're right hide it away preferably somewhere where you have to work to get it like at the end of your garden in the shed on the top shelf you know that you have to actually make an effort because essentially we're quite lazy creatures so if we know the chocolate's there we'll but we have to make an effort to do it probably won't at all so all your clients will be like driving out to the woods and burying chocolates. So you have to walk <laughs> yeah. the dog three mile, X marks the spot, like a treasure map, just, just yeah. to cup the quality street. That's what you have to do. Go and bury your tins of quality street and then, then you put the effort into digging them back up. It'll be like I a time, time capsule that in 10,000 years, they'll dig it up and there'll be <laughs> all these quality streets. Yeah. They'll be like, why is there a lot of quality streets buried around they're the buried land around park <laughs> Yeah, but I have officially designated chocolate oranges as one of your five a day. <laughs> well, this goes in hand in hand with like your chocolate and red wine based research. You just tell yourself these things <laughs> and try and convince yourself that they actually exist. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it's definitely, you heard it from me, guys. Chocolate oranges are one of your five a day. But yeah, I think we've covered the main things really. Yeah, I think so. And I think like, that you should be more concerned with what you eat between New Year and Christmas rather than a one week in between. You should be more concerned with the whole rest of the year rather than just one yeah, week. Yeah, that's, that's a big takeaway. Allow yourself a little bit of indulgence. Just don't go crazy. Earn those treats. And I think use this time as a little bit of a chance to rest and recuperate. Set your goals for the year coming up and even like get a head start on your New Year's resolutions as well if you have some time off between Christmas and New Year. Don't think of just lazing around and doing nothing. The gyms might be shut, but work on, if you do a lot of strength training, work on your flexibility. Use it as a time to do something else and get a, a head start on your New Year's resolutions. It's that kind of just change your mind frame a little bit and look forward to this time. I know we look forward to it because we can relax and see family and stuff, but think of it as a, a break from the norm. Yeah, it's going to be a bit different from this year anyway, isn't it? Because... It's, you can't really see anybody or go anywhere so yeah chill out is the, and if you want to do pilates of course i have my own on-demand pilates service so if you drop me a text i'll send you a for a small fee <laughs> a link and you can have your own class and you can have access to it for seven days and if you run out of chocolates then just follow jill when she's walking the dog <laughs> they should be burying tins of celebrations in the woods so you'll know where they are yeah, and if you have any spare chocolates and you want them buried, then I'm your girl. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. We hope you have a, a slightly indulgent one. Allow yourself a little yeah. bit of a, a treat. And yeah, get back on track as soon as possible. Well, we'll be there in the new year, though, won't we, Dan? Yep. And Boris might have, um, I don't know, there might be a Christmas miracle. You might come to your senses and like, let the economy... <laughs> The Boris Christmas miracle. Yeah. It's when, somehow, those, when Mars and Jupiter align and stuff and Boris creates a miracle. Yeah. So if there's any mega hippies out there, like me and Jill, with Jill in particular, <laughs> on December the 21st on the winter solstice this year, there's a big cosmic event taking place. So if you like Jill, get your crystals out there in the garden. and I'll be out there. I'll be doing some Tai Chi and Jill will be howling like a wolf. But December the 21st, yeah, winter <laughs> solstice, it's a big event. Yeah. It's my wedding anniversary. Who else would get married on winter <laughs> solstice? Come on. <laughs> yeah, winter, winter wedding. That's pretty uncommon. Yeah, it was lush, actually. It was really good. So anyway, yes, that's us for today. So happy Christmas, everyone. Thank you for listening and have a great time off.
and we'll see you again soon in another episode bye